I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, we hear the story of Sergius of Rodonej, a Russian monk and reformer. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 69, on page 354. Save me, O God, for the waters have come up even to my neck. I sink down into the deep mire where there is no ground. I have come into deep waters so that the floods run over me. I am weary of crying. My throat is dry. My sight fails me from waiting so long for my God. Those who hate me without cause are more than the hairs of my head. Those who are my enemies and would destroy me wrongfully are mighty. They bid me restore things I never took. O God, You know my foolishness and my faults are not hidden from you. Let not those who trust in you, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed because of me. Let not those who seek you be confounded through me, O God of Israel. Surely for your sake I have suffered reproach. Shame has covered my face. I have become a stranger to my brethren, unknown to my mother's children, because zeal for your house has consumed me and the reproaches of those who reproached you have fallen upon me. I wept and humbled myself with fasting, but that was turned to my reproach. I put on sackcloth also, and I became a byword among them. Those who sit in the gate speak against me, and the drunkards make songs about me. 
But Lord, I make my prayer to you in an acceptable time. Hear me, O God, in the multitude of your mercy, even in the truth of your salvation. Take me out of the mire, lest I sink. O let me be delivered from those who hate me and out of the deep waters. Let not the floodwaters drown me, neither let the deep swallow me up, and let not the pit shut its mouth upon me. Hear me, O Lord, for your loving kindness is good. Turn to me according to the multitude of your mercies, and hide not your face from your servant, for I am in trouble. O hasten and hear me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Tonight I want to tell you a story about Sergius of Radonezh. Sergius was born in the early 14th century to an upper-class family in the town of Rostov, northeast of Moscow. He was the second of three sons, and at his baptism, his parents gave him the name Bartholomew. He struggled as a boy to learn to read, but the tradition says that one day he met an old monk who gave him a small piece of communion bread and told him, Take and eat it. This is given to you as a sign of God's grace for the understanding of the scriptures. He took and ate the bread and after that found learning and reading much easier. After his parents died, he joined his brother Stefan in Kotkovo Monastery. He was ordained as a priest, he took monastic vows, and he was renamed Sergius. I don't know why he would have given up the very biblical name Bartholomew, but perhaps there was already another Bartholomew at the monastery. So he became Sergius. Sergius and Stefan eventually moved away from the monastery deep into the forest for a more ascetic life of isolation and solitude, more of a hermit's life. But Stefan soon found it too isolating and moved to a monastery in Moscow. Now alone, legend has it that Sergius lived in harmony with all the animals amidst his seclusion, even sharing his last piece of bread one day with a bear. But his reputation grew, and people came to Sergius for spiritual guidance. Soon, his isolation had attracted others to this life, and his hermitage turned into a monastery with twelve monks, electing him as their abbot. The monastery focused on simplicity and common life and care for those in need, and it grew. So many monks joined that Sergius began to send monks out as missionaries across Russia and founded another 40 monasteries. Often, these monasteries were built in very remote and impractical areas where few others would go. Eventually, Philotheus, the patriarch of Constantinople, heard about Sergius's work and recognized and chartered his monastic order and rule. And Alexis, the metropolitan of Moscow, convinced Sergius to become a mediator for conflicts among the Russian princes that were common in that day. He even offered to make Sergius his successor as Bishop of Moscow, but Sergius didn't want that busy lifestyle of the city and therefore declined. Sergius died on September 25, 1392, but his legacy lives on. His little forest hermitage became what is now called Trinity Lavra of St. Sergius, 
the most important monastery in Russia and the spiritual center of the Russian Orthodox Church. Orthodox theologian Timothy Ware describes Sergius's legacy this way. Sergius has been called a builder of Russia, and such he was in three senses. Politically, for he encouraged the rise of Moscow. Geographically, for it was he more than any other who inspired the great advance of monks into the forests. And spiritually, for through his experience of mystical prayer, he deepened the inner life of the Russian church. Better perhaps than any other Russian saint, he succeeded in balancing the social and mystical aspects of monasticism. Under his influence and that of his followers, the two centuries from 1350 to 1550 proved a golden age in Russian spirituality. It makes me think of Mark chapter 135. The Jesus, when it was early, went off by himself to a desolate place and prayed. This call to a simple, quiet, and removed contemplative life doesn't mean that we remove ourselves completely from the world, but it does mean that we pull ourselves away for time in seclusion with God for the purpose, as Sergius understood, that then we will be fit to serve those in need. This is the story of Sergius of Radonezh, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. 
Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A College for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude this evening with prayer number 77 on page 669, a prayer for guidance. So much of Sergius's contemplative life meant that he became a well-sought-after spiritual guide, someone who could truly guide others in their pursuit of God. And I love this prayer, asking for God's guidance. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment, and light rises up in darkness for the godly, grant us in all our doubts and uncertainties the grace to ask what you would have us do. The spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, that in your light we may see light, and in your straight path we may not stumble. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest. <laughs>